0: Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsy's Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pants. I'm your host, Newsy Baby. This week in Newsy's Nook, I give you a recap on my Folsom experience. We get a check in with Bro Sitter to help us prepare for Locktober. I release my conversation with my very sexy pup friend about play dates. And I tell you about a new diaper featuring gnomes? <laughs> Hey kiddos, are you ready for Locktober? I thought it would be fun to invite my very sexy friend, Bro Sitter, to give us some words of encouragement before we lock up.
1: Hey everyone. Well, it's another year, and another Locktober. And it sounds to me like you all need a grown-up to make sure you're sticking with it. We wouldn't want any accidents, especially since I'm in charge. I wouldn't be worth my salt if you all give up in two weeks and it everywhere. No. I'm going to make sure you're all being well-behaved and keeping locked and loaded. So, for the next month, I'm going to be checking in with you all and making sure you don't get into trouble. Besides, we wouldn't want you all to have any big-boy accidents, now would we? Nah, I won't let that happen. If some of you were around for this last year... I think you'll remember how this all goes. This is for your own good. If you are participating in Locktober, it's evidence to the fact that you do not think you either need or in some cases deserve to enjoy stickies this month. You need to be locked up because you know you deserve it. Whatever your reason or the reason of your caretaker, you are meant to be locked up this month. And so, instead of fighting it, And insisting you're a big boy and you don't need it. It's for the best if you settle down, listen, and do as I say. Do that, and we won't have any problems. So go ahead and relax, and we'll go through what the adults and I expect of you this month. So, before this month starts, we're going to go ahead and make sure that we have a few things. Firstly, we need your cage. It would be a good idea to try it on and make sure it fits, even if we aren't locking it right now. After all, if it's made for a big boy pee and it's too big for you, we've got to know that ahead of time. They don't make training wheels for cock cages, buddy. And if it doesn't fit, order one that can. You'll just have to utilize some self-control for a few days until it shows up. Something an unpotty trained brat like you will probably find much more difficult without the safety of a cage. And remember, once that cage goes on, it will not come off until I or your dominant has said otherwise. That cage is a physical barrier between you and your PP, but it also acts as a symbolic reminder that you are not in charge of your stickies this month. It'll be tough. There will be a lot of straining in the morning, huffy moments at work, and tightness whenever you log on to your favorite kinky websites, but That's all part of your training. And it's up to you to be a good boy and stay locked up. Secondly, we'll need to make sure we have some diapers. Now I know what you're thinking. But Mr. Dan, I don't need a diaper. I'm just locking up my cage. It's no big deal. I'm a big boy. I've heard it all before. And I can assure you, I've heard every argument there is as to why you don't need one. But in practicality... There's going to be a lot of dribbles and a lot of leaks this month, and we don't want a bunch of crunchy underwear. So it's best if you're thickly diapered as often as possible. Thirdly, you will need to put your key somewhere where you don't have easy access to it. Maybe you'll give it to a grown-up or dominant to keep in their charge until the month is up. Perhaps you'll freeze it in a block of ice or put it in a timed chest. Whatever it is that you or your grown-up decide is best, That's where your key will stay until the end of your time in chastity. Finally, we're going to entrust any big boy toys, vibrators, or plugs with a responsible adult. You do not have any use for those this month, so get into contact with someone older and wiser who can keep them for you until you are ready to use them. Any unnecessary temptation could cause an accident, and we want you to be good all month long, don't we? That's right. That'll be it for now. Just follow the instructions I gave you, and I'll be checking in soon. I want you to be on your best behavior. Do you understand me? Good. We'll talk soon.
0: Tune in every week during the month of October to get a check-in with your favorite big bro, Bro Sitter. Ha. It's no secret that I'm a mega soaker. Sometimes I just put on a diaper, drink a little water, and bam, I'm leaking all over the place. And I'm left thinking, is it me? Am I the soaker? And then I found North Shore's Maxes. Have you seen them? They say they can last up to 12 hours. 12 hours, I know! And they come in a variety of colors, like white, pink, tie-dye, and blue. My favorites is blue. And the best part is, it's anti-odor, so I can be my little stinker self all I want. If you want to get your grabby hands on them, just look in the show notes of this episode. I got you. It's like what North Shore always says, be dry, be confident, be you. This week in Newsies News, thousands of kingsters from around the world gathered in San Francisco for the iconic and legendary Folsom Street Fair. I decided to go this year last minute because I was craving some fun diaper adventures. So, here's what happened. I flew in Saturday to meet up with some non-ABDL friends for brunch. And then after that, I met, met up with some diaper boys at the Eagle for, like, this diaper takeover. And it was super fun. I kind of wore, like, black shorts and, like, this really cute Nasty Pig shirt. And, I don't know, I just loved seeing all the diaper boys. I loved seeing all the other kinks. I don't know. San Francisco is just a special place for kinks. It's like there's so much sexual energy in the air and everyone just like, you know, just wants to have fun with their own kinks. I don't know. I just, I really missed that energy. And I was, I loved being at the Eagle. I also loved seeing everyone's level of self-acceptance with their kink showed up. Like you had kinks, you had ABDLs that this was probably their first outing at something like this. Like there was this one cute Iowa boy who was like smiling from ear to ear and everyone was like patting his diaper. And he just looked like he was having an amazing time. I was so jealous of like how much fun he was having to, there were other kinksters who were just walking around and were mingling with other kinks. Like if they weren't even wearing a diaper and I've seen this question asked a lot on Twitter, like do people care that we were all hanging out in this at the Eagle in a diaper or even at Folsom. And honestly, my experience is no one cared if anything. it was kind of fun seeing like people not wearing a diaper look at my diaper and give me like this cute look. I don't I loved every second of it. So here's where it gets good. On Sunday, I met up with some non-ABDL friends to go to Folsom with. I haven't seen these friends in a couple months and so I really wanted to see them again. And I, they already knew I wore diapers, but I was so nervous going to their place because i had this rocket ship onesie and you could definitely tell i was wearing a diaper and i don't know i just like i i was just really playing this really bad movie in my head and by that i mean like i was i was playing what was going to happen but in like the worst sense like you know them saying like oh i don't want to go with them you know with with newsy to Folsom. oh telegram um so I was just really nervous to walk in through 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 the door, and what was really nice is once I walked in through the door and I said my hellos and everything, they didn't care they didn't care I was wearing a diaper, and they didn't care I was in this really cute baby onesie it you know they didn't care, and that's what I loved and and then it was then it was time to go, so you know we pre gamed at their place and then we went to Folsom and Walking into Folsom is so special because it's it's just like the eagle just out in public, right? It's just kinks mingling with other kinks. It's it's sexual perversion at its height in public. You know, people with boners, people getting fucked on the street, people piss on each other. Like, it's just like it's a playground of sex. And I just, I, I can't describe it. I It just puts a smile on my face just thinking about it. So me and my non-ABDL friends, we went to one of the stages to dance, and we were dancing. And I was feeling the fantasy of the uh, of the pill that I took a couple hours before, or you know, before we left. And so I was like, "I'm gonna meet up with my diaper friends," and they were all like, "Yeah, go go have fun, be your diaper self." I don't know, it was, just, it was so cute. And so I went to my diaper friends, and it was, like, so cute to see all of you, and it was cute to see the Tyco Bulls booth. And my favorite part was, one, seeing all my old San Francisco friends, and it was also nice, really, to see all of my internet friends, but the highlight was probably meeting Noah Gold in person um i've always thought he was super cute and i've always loved his content and i just really love every time i have a conversation with them so it was really fun to see noah gold if you're listening i think you're amazing and i think you are like one of the most genuine and nice people i have ever met in this community and i was honored to meet you in person and it was also really fun to meet the abu crew in person i've only ever seen them in skype so that was also really fun and then To highlight the whole Folsom trip, I was changed in public. I basically went over to Pampered Player, and I was like, hey, I'm super soggy. And he's like, all right, everybody, let's change Newsy on the cement. And so he lays out this this little mat, and he lays me down, and he's like, oh, look at this soggy diaper, and he undoes the tabs, and I'm so embarrassed. I'm covering my face. Of course, um, someone from ABU, I don't know if I'm allowed to say their real name, so I'm just going to say someone from ABU is filming it, which both scares me and kind of turns me on that I'm so nervous. I haven't watched the video. I basically sk- skimmed through it because I'm, like, I'm so nervous to watch it. And so I get changed in public, and everyone's watching. Even people who weren't ABDL were watching and, like, actually stayed to watch. And so that was nice. And then, you know, I gave Pamper Player a nice big hug. And, yeah, it was just it was just really nice to see... See everyone, see the community, see see the people that genuinely put a smile on my face when I'm scrolling through Twitter. Um, But here's the part that like makes me so emotional. So I go back to see my non-ABDL friends that are at the Foundry now, which is like this dance club. And as I'm walking up to them in the club, they're like cheering me on, and I'm thinking like, what do they think I just had sex? And they're like, they're like Newsy. I mean, they used my real name, but they were like Newsy what did you take? You look so confident. You look so sexy. And I was like, Ooh, like, why do you, why are you saying that? And the only conclusion that I can think of is that I've met up with my community. I met up with my Kingsters, and that must've given me so much confidence that I was now irradiating or emanating confidence. And so that was fun. We danced the rest of the night. And the other part that makes me so emotional is when we got back to their place, they were like, They were like, Newsy, what did you do? What did you do? And I told them that I got changed in public, and they were, like, so happy for me, which is, like, mind-blowing that these non-ABDL friends were, like, genuinely happy about me being changed in public. And also, it was just really nice, because then they asked me, like, oh can we see your Twitter? Can we see your Instagram? And so I showed them my Instagram and they were like, oh my gosh, you're like this diaper influencer, which I honestly don't see myself as. I like to think of myself as an ambassador, not an influencer. And so I was like, oh my gosh, you guys are so nice. And then they asked me about this podcast, which is so dear to me. It's, you know, one of my favorite hobbies and, and they were just so interested and they were asking so many questions and it just felt really good to, you know, be newsy in front of people that don't know newsy at all and it was really special and my advice to anyone who is debating about telling your friends i say do it if they love if they truly love and care for you it's going to feel amazing and if you tell them and it doesn't walk away walk away and don't look back because you don't need that in your life (music) Another highlight during my Folsom experience was meeting up and making out with my friend, Pup Gage. We both live in the Santa Barbara County area and we're both horny diaper boys. Our lives both kink wise and personally have been connected for years and in the last couple of months we have gotten so close. I thought it would be fun to release our conversation we had before we made our Just For Fans content about a month ago. Just a warning, I think our conversation is super cute. Well, what am I calling you? Oh, yeah, Pup Gage.
2: Yeah, are we recording? Is that what's going on? Yeah. Okay. You you just jump into it?
0: Well, yeah, because now you're all nervous.
2: Well, yeah, I was like, I was going to zen out. Okay. No Now I know why all your interviews always end up coming in like clearly you've been talking before.:
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, you've usually been talking for like a good 20 minutes before. I just like my guests to feel like comfortable and stuff.
2: You don't like to just shock them with like and Right. I don't want to like, wanted, like see- 60
0: minutes them and be like, so you've sh- <laughs> so you've messed yourself. Tell me why.
2: <laughs> well, it started as a child. Gotcha.
0: All right, three, two one. Three, two one no i say that
2: <laughs> what do you want me to say
0: <laughs> let me ask you a question all right ask away this usually doesn't happen i think it's better over zoom because then it's like okay we have we have people to see we have things to do oh
2: no i want to make you feel as uncomfortable as possible on your own podcast
0: <laughs> i love it okay um well hello hello no Hello, Pup Cage, and welcome to Newsy's Nook.
2: Hello, Newsy. Nice to be here.
0: Are you making fun of my voice?
2: No, that's just my podcast voice.
0: Oh, okay. So today we're talking about playdates. And it's kind of timely because I think this is... We've known each other for a long, long time, but this is actually our first playdate.
2: No, this is our second playdate.
0: What did we do the first time?
2: Uh, we got hammered.
0: That's right. <laughs> That's why I don't remember it. Some
2: good Christian fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's a it's also like a timely topic because I don't know about you, but I got nervous for today.
2: I'm flattered.
0: Well, I was nervous because like there's like I feel like everyone always posts like their play date, but they don't go into detail like what happened.
2: No, it's like this choreographed thing that didn't actually happen. It was super awkward, but the photos can tell a
0: different story. Right. And so in my head I was like, shit, I don't know what like what do we do on a diaper play date? Cuz I see all these other people that do like cartoons or like they watch TV and I'm like I have this sexy man in front of me. I just want to rub his diaper all day. So, am I the weirdo?
2: No. No, I don't think you're the weirdo. I'm I'm the same. Um I I don't know. I've been on a play date before where like I got to um the house and then it's like, "Okay, I guess we're watching Bluey." And I'm like, "Um I'm rock hard." So, <laughs> maybe um Oh, I'm sorry, can I, is this, this is a, <laughs> no, you this is a PG
0: podcast? <laughs> no, it's, no, it's, no, I get, no, I mean, like, okay, full disclosure, we had, like, some fun diaper rubbing content making beforehand, and I was like, if I had to choose between watching Bluey and what we did on this couch, I would choose what we did on this couch.
2: Absolutely, yeah, I mean, I, I love the headspace, um, I love what ABDL can be in terms of, like, a, a meditation or, like. A, your own personal brand of therapy but it is like at least for me it's like very sexual
0: yes like a hundred percent well oh perfect example i went to diaper active last night and they which you
2: said you weren't going to which i I'm said because I, I would have
0: gone <laughs> which i said i wasn't going to but the engagement party i was at i wasn't feeling the vibe after a while so i was like i'm gonna go to a, a diaper party in la that's down the street but back to the story um I noticed everyone was just, I don't know, everyone was so polite and stuff, which is totally respectable. But, like, all I wanted to do was make out and snuff diapers and rub them. And no one was doing that. And I was like, am I going to be the freak to start this?
2: I mean, someone has to be the freak. And then I did. Uh, Well, and was it well received?
0: Uh, I don't know. I think everyone was already kind of, like, like, it was 2 o'clock in the morning. So everyone was, like, on their way out.
2: Oh, the people that were... Getting weird had already left.
0: Right, they had already found their play partners. They had, ar- they were already in the Uber.
2: Right, they were, they were mid change. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what you get for showing up late.
0: I know. But going back to our topic of play dates, how much do you think should be planned out beforehand?
2: I think it depends on who you're meeting with. Um uh, like a, an unknown I, I usually go on play dates with either people I meet or like the last person like I went on a new playdate date with where I hadn't met them it was actually a daddy um, that I was actually seeing for a while after that um, but I'd known his boy for a long time mm-hmm. um, so I I've been I've hooked up or like been with another people whether it's ABDL related or not ABDL related where it's like it can get so awkward. I I would much rather have, like, an awkward text or, like, phone call, like, ahead of time. Like, mm-hmm. but, like discussing boundaries or um, limitations and, like, just get that out of the way. So that way it doesn't even need to be discussed. Because, like, what would be, like, gross, like, if I just show up and it's like, okay, we need to sit down and talk about our do's and don'ts. Like, I oh. mean, consent is sexy, but, like, let's let's get that out of the way before I show up.
0: So you, so you prefer in playdates to basically get the contract in writing in an email before, you know, signing it in person.
2: Yeah, I have a team of lawyers that look over everything. Your playdate contract. Absolutely. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's boilerplate. It's pretty standard. It's thirty um,
0: snoops and then a, and then a cum shot.
2: Absolutely. If Just for Fans is involved, I get twenty percent off the top. Um, there is a royalties situation going on, but. Um,
0: Am I not taking this seriously enough?
2: (laughs) No, I I just, I think it's so sexy to be on the same page. Um,
0: Right, and and like it opens up, like in some ways it gets rid of the surprises, but it almost, in some ways could be a surprise, right? Like you've now laid the groundwork, so now you're kind of waiting like, oh, is he going to do like this or this? Like you know it's going to be good, and so it's just a question of like, when is he going to give it to me?
2: Absolutely. Like I don't, um, I don't want to like overly like discuss the scene, and then it's like, well, now nothing's gonna live up to this. But also, like, what would like, what if I just showed up and was like, um, okay, well, like, we're gonna do some diaper rubs and some snoofs, and then like, like get, just like go to town on each other. And I get there, and it's like, oh, I just wanted to cuddle and like watch Paw Patrol. I'm just like, well, I'm more of a bluey person, so this is just not gonna work. Like, I'm no, just like, gonna leave. Yeah, like at, at least like get the like rhythm of who I'm going on a play date with. Um, I definitely like want to go on more play dates with people that are, like are just more in the headspace and just want to explore like little space. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think I do that enough. Same. But I, I'm also just a horny diaper boy too, and I th- I think that's like where the ABDL split is. Like, I'm definitely probably like 30 40 ab to 60 70 dl like it i i love waking up in the morning and like a wet diaper like it's turns me on like do, it doesn't it adds est- to the morning wood it adds to the morning wood as opposed to like wanting to just put a passie in and like lay on the couch and like have my bottle of warm chocolate milk
0: right right and it also kind of shows that like we're all such different flavors of abdl and even though you might advertise like i'm dl if your percentages aren't close then you know it could it it could turn awkward
2: yeah like i i don't know i i like to be surprised like i think it could be fun to like sort of go in a different direction but definitely have a sense of where everyone's at within a playdate does that make sense?
0: No, that makes sense. And it was all and I think it's also important to bring up because I think we're both in interesting unique situations where we're both married, quote unquote. Well, I'm quote unquote, you're actually married.
2: I am legally married. You're legally married. For the time being. For the, well, oh, what? <laughs> oh no, I'm happily married. I just let's make this a political podcast.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, well, no, we don't have time for that. But you know, I think it's important to bring up that like we both are in an open relationship, so that was also something we had to talk about.
2: Yeah, yeah. I definitely like. I want to respect your partner's boundaries. Um, before I came over, like my partner and I like discussed any boundaries, and he's not a B deal, so that's a big um, part of him like being comfortable with me going on play dates. Um, he always likes to meet. I mean, you guys have met. We've mm-hmm. hung out. We saw each other at the bar the other night, mm-hmm. um, which by quite accident, that was fun. Yeah, it was
0: fun. It was it was interesting to turn around and be like, oh, you're here, hi. Yeah. Um, and then you immediately disappeared to talk to the piano lady. Hey, I love singing, and no one was singing. No one was dancing. What was so strange is you had this, like, live person playing music, and no one cared, and that just seemed insane to me.
2: Us gays are a bunch of catty bitches. Um, I was but... like,
0: no one's hooking up tonight. Why are you all trying?
2: Right. Um, but I... Yeah, so I just got, like, my partner's not ABDL, um, but he likes to meet my ABDL friends before anything gets, like, more PG-13 slash X-rated. Um, but that's definitely a big thing. He wants me to go out and explore that because he's not interested in it. Mm-hmm. He makes an effort. He changes me every morning and most nights. But mm-hmm. it's you can't make someone enjoy something, so that's where playdates are great, I think.
0: Right, and at least I think I could speak for both of us, or at least for myself. It's like play dates also give us that avenue that like yes, our partners try to do it, but it's different when someone else does it, who's into it,
2: yeah, yeah, I can definitely like like my husband is fantastic, but I know he's not he's doing it for me, he's not deriving pleasure out of it, and um, our little cuddle session before this, like you were clearly deriving pleasure from it. <laughs>
0: No, I wasn't leaking. What are you talking about? Well, now I am leaking. Leaking all over the place. Um, I, so I, on my Instagram and Twitter, I asked people what they like to do on, your, on their play dates, And I just want to read some of them to you and see what you think. So one person wrote, hang out, sometimes hook up and use a wand. Did you bring your wand?
2: Of course I brought my wand. I don't leave home without it.
0: So you, so you would vibe with this person.
2: I would vibe on this person, yes. You would,
0: <laughs> I would vibrate on this person. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, one person said, watch cartoons.
2: Uh, so that's that's my problem. I, I'm i not into, like, little kids' cartoons. If we want to hang out and watch Rocket Power or Doug, like, anything from Nickelodeon from the 90s, because <laughs> I'm actually 31. 30. <clears throat> um, and it, like, yeah, something that I can, like, resonate with when I was a child. Um, I'm down, but that's that's just an avenue to eventually hook up anyway
0: one person wrote adventures which i think is very open-ended right that could be anything
2: yeah i mean i think but that's then you need a like,
0: follow-up question right like you couldn't just be like hey what do you want to do and you wrote adventures and that's it like
2: <laughs> yeah i think what's open to discussion but i think adventures like would be like sort of like validating going out diaper. like there's a lot of I I know, like, I've talked to people that, like, don't go out diapered because it's just themselves, and they just feel, like, what's the point? Um, So, like, I don't know, going on a diapered hike, going to the beach diapered. um, That would be fun. A little sandy, though. I've got a friend in Florida that loves um, going to the nude beach, and, like, inevitably the diaper comes off. But, like, some really, like, racy content of him just diapered on the beach I think is so sexy.
0: I've only went to the beach diapered once and actually it was before i was like i would feel like i was i wasn't as confident in my abdl side then but yet i i did it then and now the idea doesn't fantasize me now
2: see i'm and maybe yeah i feel the same way i i have no real desire to go to the beach padded that just sounds like a horrible sounds like a sandy nightmare it's, it's kind of like sex on the beach no bum.
0: What is that called? It's called an angry churro? Is that what that's I don't, called?
2: I don't want to know what that is.
0: Uh, another person said, be the daddy, okay with trains, bottle bottle feeds, and changes. Would you vibe with this person?
2: 100%. There's not enough daddies in the world. Um, please reach out and contact me.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, one person put put suppositories in each other's butts and watch each other destroy each, each other's pamps.
2: I mean, I you you and I know that. I'm not so much a messer. Um, I did do that on a hookup once and like he was so into it that I was into it um, so uh, pass I guess for me
0: what about well we already did this soak our pam squishes in each other's faces we already did that
2: yeah that's that's some groundbreaking content right there
0: and lots of snoofs and cuddles
2: i I don't like having any playdate without cuddles like that's i think that's like standard right there is like all playdates whether they be like sexy time or just be kiddo friendly should always include cuddles and snoops.
0: yeah it's like the aftercare stuff but it also can be like foreplay too cuddles can work both ways
2: absolutely cuddles can kind of give you an idea of where someone might want to be touched because consent is sexy
0: yeah it's like that it's like you're scanning right like i'm cuddling you but i'm also like scanning to see like okay what where's like your sweet spot
2: absolutely like
0: do you have a sweet spot
2: um yeah I, i i mean for me my sweet spot is like definitely like kind of leaning in towards making out and like i i'm super into like diaper checks like all all forms of daddy content too like even if they're big bro content like I need to check your diaper or, um, get over here, um, for a change. Like I'm, I'm very submissive in that regard. So like, I guess dominant touch would be my sweet spot.
0: Are you more sub or dom?
2: 100% more sub.
0: 100%?
2: Well, I mean not 100% sub, but like I definitely prefer it.
0: And if you were, so if you're going to have a play date, you're like, I would prefer if the other person was more dominant.
2: Yeah. I had a little brother, um, uh that has since moved away but um he was like a total like cuck sub mm-hmm. um and he was also about five six years younger than me so um like with him i was just naturally dominant because like there's no way he was going to be submissive mm-hmm. um i'm switched but i lean towards sub if it if the opportunity arises
0: mm-hmm. all right and then one post person posted on twitter in my experience, these things can never be planned. Discuss desires, fantasies, limits, wants, likes, dislikes. But if you try to plan what you'll get up to, you'll end up being disappointed. spontaneity is everything.
2: Totally, I, but like I said, like we want to meet at the same place. So, like discussing limitations or like um, boundaries. Um, yeah, don't lay it out. Don't write a script unless you're shooting for just for fans. Like, you know, in which case, like.
0: And then you write a script.
2: Yeah, you write a script. You got your. You bring your lighting guy in. Like it's a whole thing.
0: Did you bring a script?
2: I I have a I have a script. I have my lighting guy. There's obviously the contracts. I talked about my team of lawyers. Oh, that's right. Wait, did we, well now? Are you are you giving away the ghost? There might be some just for fans content related to this uh, interview.
0: I hope so. We've been filming this whole time.
2: Yeah, for those of you on Patreon, we <laughs> can. Uh,
0: I don't have a Patreon. Do you have a Patreon?
2: No. Why would I have a Patreon?
0: Oh well, that's what you just said. Patreon.
2: It's just what all the podcasters say. No, I think you need to start like maybe filming your interviews like no, for Patreon.
0: That'd be so bad. I have. I feel like I have the biggest resting bitch face, and my constant fear <laughs> on my interviews that I'm the video on is that like I look just uninterested. But it's not that I'm not. It's not that I'm disinterested, uninterested. I'm not. It's not that I'm uninterested. It's that I'm thinking, and my thinking face is resting bitch face.
2: You have to host, yeah. I don't know. I think, well, I think we should get you a Patreon, and when it starts, like, <laughs> when it starts paying the mortgage, I, again, I want my 20%. <laughs> I can have a
0: little, I could have a little uh, scale thing that says, like, how bitchy was Newsy's face?
2: Exactly. Yeah. You can turn it into a whole, like... It could be a whole game thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, skip the Patreon. Uh, this Patreon is just a, like an avenue for um, Newsy the board game.
0: <laughs> Newsy the board.
2: And it's like, how bitchy can you get Newsy? That's the uh, That's that's the whole, like, preface. Of- I'm going to write this, yeah.
0: I'm not okay. bitchy. Do you, would you say I'm bitchy? No,
2: you're resting bitch face. Oh, my you, resting you bitch face. You admitted to it. I don't think you're bitchy at all.
0: I hope not. I might be a little forward. I might be, like, the first one to, like, start something.
2: I prefer that because usually, like... Being, being uh, on the other side of 30 as an ABDL hanging out with these, like, 20-somethings, they're, they're so, like, hesitant to start something.
0: So, like, if I told you to, like, spread your legs so I can check your diaper, would you do it?
2: 100%. Okay, do it. I, easy.
0: He did it. I'm a dom.
2: <laughs> you keep telling yourself that.
0: <gasps> he is very squishy. Like, oh, that's right. You haven't cha- we haven't changed yet. He came in a diaper, all nice and squishy, and we were, like, sitting here talking, and then we were, like, making out, and then we were rubbing each other. Now I'm giving you all these, like, details.
2: You gotta give them some mystery. I'm also well hydrated, though. You, uh, need to catch up.
0: No, I've, I've, like, caught up. I, like, have this giant jug of water that I've been chugging away at, but I also leaked. I don't think that bad, though.
2: No, but you definitely destroyed that. We're going
0: to have some serious changes after this, which you could put on your Patreon if you had a (laughs) (laughs) I can put it on my Just For Fans, though. True. Okay, fine. Why do I need two places to post it? Just be everywhere at all times. That's too much effort. You know, for the people that can do, like, the Just For Fans, the Twitters, the Instagrams, me but better, good for you. I can't do it. No. This podcast takes up, like, a good 80% of my time. <laughs> well, 80% of my free time.
2: Uh, yeah. I I was so gung-ho when I started my Just for Fans. Um, I was, like, so inspired by it. And then work gets in the way. I, I, I commend you for being able to do the podcast on a
0: regular basis. It's just asking people to say yes.
2: <laughs> to diaper checks?
0: Well, no, to, like, be a guest.
2: Oh, well, okay.
0: But um, it, I feel like I'm more confident a little bit.
2: On on podcasting as opposed to in person? or No,
0: like it's made me like a more confident person.
2: I think so. I mean, I, I've listened since day one. Um, and I've definitely noticed the difference, like going from like you clearly didn't have a script in the beginning to now like having an outline of what you're going to talk about. Yeah.
0: Well, you heard it here first. There is
2: no script in front of us. I want to (laughs) clarify that.
0: (laughs) Well, not during this interview, but my intros and outros. But um, no, I think going back to our conversation of playdates, I think what we did, it helped ease my my nervousness of like, what are we going to do? And then like also discussing it ahead of time. Right. But then like it was also like fun to have the spot in 80.
2: Yeah. I I think putting pressure on it is like the biggest no, no Um, discussing boundaries and then you just go from there.
0: There you go. So I think I'm going to wrap this up so we can go have more fun then.
2: Okay, well.
0: Well, thank you, Pup Gage, for coming to Newsy's Nook.
2: Thank you for
1: having me. Bye.
0: If you want to try out a cute new unique diaper, you definitely need to try out Cuddle Cooperative's new Fairyland diapers. They're currently being sold at Minor Baby, which, if you buy a case or two, means you're also helping out Minor Baby. I sat down with one of the owners of Cuddle Cooperative Troublemaker's Tops to talk about their new diaper which features gnomes.
3: I just really wanted to help create something different than what we have been seeing so long, for so long in the community, and that's kind of how we came to this like really cool design that just felt different, more baby and pamperishy than I feel like we've ever really had. Um, And so it's been a really fun journey um, with my two business partners. And then um, our graphic designer that did the actual artwork is also an ABDL. Um, And so that's been really cool that it's just a team of like true authentic ABDLs creating this product. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, no. And then if people haven't seen before, describe the design on the front for, for us.
3: Yeah. So we have um, this little mushroom house and we all over the diaper it, are these little mushrooms and these shapes um, that are really fun. And then they're kind of like flowery. Um, and we have these little fairies. And then if anybody heard me at CapCon, I was in the My Inner Baby booth screaming all weekend, our gnome smokes a bubble pipe. So we have a little gnome um, smoking a bubble pipe sitting against the mushroom house.
0: That's so funny.
3: Um, and it's really, it's a lot of like pastel greens and purples, which we felt was, um, we have a lot of pastel pink and blue and we thought this was more gender neutral while still staying baby, so um, yeah.
0: I love that. Did you see a need for like a general neutral diaper out there? Was that like a big thing for you?
3: I don't, I don't know if I necessarily think there was like a huge need for it. I feel like we have a lot that, you know, everyone can wear, but I feel like a lot of the baby ear prints tend to sway in a, you know, blues or pinks. And it just, you know, we have such a diverse community of people and and so many of us don't fall on one side of the gender spectrum. And it just kind of felt like it would be more fun to bring something together that everyone felt like they could wear regardless of how they identified. Um, And I think that was really important to me at the time to just have something inclusive.
0: Yeah. And then so when i think of fairyland i don't think of gnomes and mushrooms and stuff (laughs) but once you see the diaper you're like oh yeah duh of course so please please uh describe for me the thought process of thinking fairyland and then getting to gnomes
3: (laughs) i mean when i think of fairies um i just kind of think of this like magical foresty worlds um I love hiking. I love the forest. I love the woods and I love skiing and I love all these outdoor activities. And in my mind, this magical fairy world would have fairies and gnomes and these, they'd all live in these mushroom houses. And it kind of just all felt cohesive to me. <laughs> um, but everyone's fairy land is different. Everyone imagines something different. To me, this is what where I went. So.
0: I love it. And then, so, Cuddle Cooperative, do you have any other diapers that you're releasing?
3: Not yet. This is our first print. Um, And, you know, we would like to release new prints. We have to see how well we do with this one. Um, That's a huge factor in whether or not we get to keep going. Um, But the goal is, you know, to become a diaper company, to put out new prints. Um, We we want to keep bringing unique ideas to the table and to the community, and, and that takes time to come up with them. And it's rather quite challenging um, and rather quite scary because you never know how people are going to react. One of the scariest moments of my life was like the day we put out the design, and I was like, oh my God, are people going to like this? Um, you know, people online in our community love to criticize. Um, which is fine constructive criticism is great it only helps you grow but sometimes people aren't very nice about it um and it was really scary so yes we would love more designs but it just it takes time to come up with that creative process before we can get there first we need to sell these ones <laughs>
0: well, let's talk about the response what has the response been since you since you have released the diaper
3: it's been overwhelming overwhelmingly positive um yes, we've had some people that just respond to everything we post with negativity, um, which gets old, but mm. we knew, we knew there would be people that wouldn't like it. And that's, we, you know, you don't go into this thinking every si- single person is going to like it. Um, but overwhelming, it's positive. And it's been so cool to log into Instagram and Twitter and just see people wearing a diaper that I helped create, like I helped create that. And now they're wearing it and enjoying it and loving it. And there are so many people that just have taken this fairy aesthetic or the mushroom aesthetic. Um someone dressed up as like an entire mushroom wearing the diaper. Someone had this glitter face and this whole fairy outfit with wings and then my diaper that I helped create. And it's like holy cow this is incredible. Like people just love it. And it's been a ton of fun to see that online.
0: <laughs> um, talk to me about I mean was it kind of scary to be like in the same room as like ABU, Tykables, Rears? I mean, right, we have these, these brick and, they're not brick and mortar. Well, they, I guess they kind of are, but like, right, like these, these, these huge companies in our, in our community, did you, was there any kind of like fear of like, oh gosh, I'm now gonna go against these other companies?
3: No. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I'm trying to think back like at Capcom, like literally being in the room I guess they're different rooms, but the same space with uh-huh. the actual company. Right. Yeah. Um, and we were in my inner baby's booth, which was helpful. So I didn't really see them, but I didn't view it. I don't think I viewed that fear quite that way in my mind. And maybe I think differently than a lot of people, like we're all trying to bring something to the community and we all bring something different, you know, like our community is bigger than we realize and we all can contribute a piece to it. And we all have different creative minds and different creative thoughts and, you know, they're going to bring their ideas to the table that I probably wouldn't come up with, and my hope is that I can bring ideas to the table that they wouldn't come up with, and and that we can just give our community more versus fight to be the best. Everyone has a favorite, and everyone's favorite will be different, Um, and I hope to one day be someone's favorite, but I am perfectly okay just bringing what I have to the table and just contributing the way I know how, and I don't think i really felt fear of them i just i think my fear was more like you know people aren't going to like what i bring to the table and that was scary more scary than you know being in the same room with them mm
0: i get that and thank you for answering that yeah i was just thinking in my head i was like you know if i was a new diaper like what would i be feeling and you're totally right right there's always room for more diapers right there's there's a bajillion babies out there a bajillion adult babies and we need to we need to diaper all of them so we need as much diapers as we can and with as many designs as we need
3: yeah and and, and you're right that's so true There's just there's so many of there's more than we know there are so many people that are not even on social media Mm -hmm. um we have no idea how many people are out there and everyone has different tastes no one person necessarily likes the same thing so you know let's Ideally, we'd have something for everyone. And, you know, I just, I'm just excited to be a part of it.
0: Yeah. How long has The Diaper been released?
3: Uh, About a month now. Uh, We're really new. We're really new. Maybe a little, maybe I think the first week. Maybe not even a month. It's been a few weeks. We were supposed to release at Capcom. Um, and our diapers got delayed on a boat in the middle of the ocean <laughs> to make it in time for Capcom. Um, and so we got them about the end of August. So not even a month, a few weeks. Wow. We're really new. We're really new. Um, and, but they're selling and that's so exciting. People like them. Um, you know, my inner baby just reached out and really we sold three cases last night and it's like holy oh, cow you did um that's awesome um so it's been
0: really fun <laughs> yeah talk to me about that because that's actually how i found um the fairyland diaper is through my inner baby i saw a post that they were that they were selling packs and i actually had a friend that messaged me um a couple nights ago saying like if you tried this diaper out it's so cool it holds so much i'm having so much fun with it and i was like okay i need to figure out like the story behind this diaper. Um, talk to me about the relationship. How did that? How did that start with my inner baby?
3: Um, yeah. So I handle most of the creative and social media side of our company. My business partner handles more of the businessy side, and he, for his regular job, travels a lot. And he was in the area with my inner baby, and so he met up with the owners, Ryan and Sabine, and just kind of picked their mind. Um, they had done. They had helped H play outfitters, I believe, do the Merp Seaside Princess diapers. Um, So we, you know, kind of asked for advice and their thoughts. And we, we had some samples of our diapers that we showed them at the time. And, and that just turned into this um, deal with them of selling through their store. Like they could, they're so knowledgeable. They're such smart people and they're so kind and they're so friendly. Um, And they really kind of took us under their wing on like the best way to get this going. And you know really just we're solid helpers for us so we're selling through their store right now we'll also sell on amazon within the next few weeks um but we will exclusively be doing our retail with my inner baby at least right now um we don't know what the future holds um but they they just really kind of have been great mentors for us as a company. And it's all thanks to my business partner who just kind of on a whim reached out to them and was like, Hey, would love to get dinner and talk to you. And then all of a sudden we have this like glorious business partner relationship. That's been really, you know, mentorship. Um, It's just been really lovely for us and hopefully for them.
0: Yeah. I mean like anything to help them out, right. Like them going through this legal battle and it's kind of fun to have like this new diaper that, you know, you can go by and not only are you helping a new diaper company such as yourself, but you're also helping like a brick and mortar store. That's going through this legal battle.
3: Yeah. I mean, this legal battle is just sad. You know, I think it's unfortunate. Um, but I, you know, I hope they prevail through it and I hope they win and, you know, we hope we can help them with their online sales because they are still open online. Um, and so that way they can get their brick and mortar open again. I have actually never been to the been to the brick and mortar, but as soon as they're open again, you bet we will be visiting not only to see them and support them, but to see our diapers like in a brick and mortar store. Like it's gonna be really cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that's gonna be a trip when you finally get to see it. Um, yeah. Let's pivot to Cuddle Cooperative, your your company. Did that start because of uh, the Fairyland Diaper, or had it already been established beforehand?
3: So when one of our, my business partners reached out to me and my partner, who's our other business partner, um, we had the idea to create a diaper and a diaper company. That's it. Um, and throughout the whole process was naming the company, which is very challenging by the way, um, and then designing the diaper, which was easier. Cause I already had, I've thought about a design like this for so many years, um, mm-hmm. So that was easier. Finding the graphic designer in the community was amazing. So coming up with the name of a company and the name of the diaper was probably the two most challenging pieces to the creative process. Um, and we do get asked a lot, are we an actual cooperative? And no, we're not an actual cooperative. Um, we are a group of ABDLs that came together. So it kind of, no, it's not. Um, and we, we just kind of thought it was cute. Um, you know, we never meant to mislead people there, but um, so many companies already have ABDL in it, diapers in it. Um, and we just struggled to find something unique and this is where we landed, um, so.
0: I'll be totally honest. I didn't think about the whole like what an actual cooperative was yeah. until you just brought it up. I was just kind of like, that's a really cute name. <laughs>
3: Until someone asked I was like "Uh oh uh no (laughs) um maybe one day but right now it's it's you know the three of us who are in the business and then our our goal like the attorney that we use to do our paperwork as a company between us as business partners is an ABDL our graphic designer is an ABDL like our business partner runs a um works for a trucking company he drove all our diapers from the port to my inner baby like like we're almost all abdls so it's you know it, it just feels really cool and kind of cooperative i guess
0: <laughs> yeah totally i love that um i know you touched upon how like you have future plans to like release more diapers but just the last question on your business you know what future plans do you have for cuddle cooperative
3: we want we want to expand like ideally this is what we would do we would not have quote-unquote normal jobs we would have a diaper company and we would run it and that would be our life and you know that's the goal whether or not we'll get there who knows but we want to try um and that would mean you know putting out more prints maybe one day going into clothes like I'd love the idea of more babyish clothes um and outfits and you know whatever it is we feel that the company or the community would enjoy and like to have. Um, but right now it's just our one diaper. And if they sell, we'll order more and then we'll start a new design going and we'll kind of go from there and see what happens.
0: I will have a link to Cuddle Cooperative's Fairyland Diapers in the show notes. All right, kiddos, I'm officially soggy. I need to go change. See ya. Bye!
4: Hey, it's me, Bonnie. Remember from that one time? I'm starting a podcast and I'd love for you to listen. It is the least you could do. Especially if you're like me and being kinky made you feel like the weirdest, strangest, loneliest person in the world. It's called The Big Top and each week I'm going to be discussing a particular topic to do with fetish and kink. I'm going to be discussing my own bizarre kinks and journey of self-discovery as well as talking with guests about theirs and covering issues within the kink community. Oh yes there'll be guests. Wonderful, beautiful, charming, horny guests furiously trying to upstage me on my own podcast with mild to moderate success. When I'm not busy rudely interrupting my guests, we'll take the time to cover some heavy material and share our experiences. So catch The Big Top on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen. In fact, it would be pretty rude of you not to, and I will take it personally. The Big Top is produced by Playtime Studios with new episodes every Tuesday. Catch the first two episodes on Tuesday the 16th of August.